to you on yet another good day. I am the voice of one. As the newlyweds were driven away in the car marked just married, the newest wife in town, like they say, rested securely in the back seat, her hand clasped in the hand of her husband's. Her thoughts shifted to how it all began. She remembered how one day she was informed by her very good friend about a young man who was interested in her. She never gave it a second thought. But then her friend persisted that the young man was serious about his desire to make her his wife. She still did not give it much of a thought, but then she began getting messages from all who knew her, other friends, family, neighbors, and sometimes even from people she rarely knew. Finally, she decided to give the young man a chance and sent word back that she was willing to meet with him. Their first meeting was quite ordinary, and although she seemed a bit disappointed, she somehow felt within her that this young man was different from the other young men she had known and dated in time past. She even discovered much to her embarrassment that she desired to see him again. So when the young man asked if he could see her again, she jumped at the opportunity and said yes. After that first meeting, they met several times to talk and share their dreams and personal plans. With each meeting, she found out that she liked him more until finally she realized that she had fallen in love with a young man. Then one day, the young man did the unexpected because nothing could have prepared her for it. He popped the question. Will you be my wife? She could not answer because it took her by surprise. So the young man asked again, Will you marry me? Finally, she answered, Yes, yes, yes. Now sitting beside him in the back seat of the just married car, she was content to be his wife. She turned toward her husband, looked into his eyes, thought to herself of how fortunate she was, and whispered, I love you very much. As a woman is wooed before marriage, so God woos men and women so that he can have a relationship with them. He sends familiar people to them, telling them about himself and even giving them gifts. If peradventure, they would turn to him. God's reason for wooing man is because he knows that there are many others who are seeking the soul of man, but not for man's good. He keeps on wooing man on a regular basis pleading with them most times to turn away from their wicked ways and to turn to him. He tells them the things he has on offer for them, a proposal for their salvation through Jesus Christ from sin and its consequences, as well as a proposal that will see man in an everlasting relationship with God. God's pursuit of man for marriage can span the lifetime of man. And usually when a person is close to death, though he may not know it, that is when God's wooing becomes stronger, persistent, and more intense. The reason for this sudden change in gear to a higher frequency of wooing is God's way of keeping the person being wooed intensely from a horrible, everlasting end in hell. Some people listen, turn to God, Take hold of God's offer of eternal salvation and everlasting life. And like the woman in our story, as they grab hold of God's offer, they can look into God's eyes, see how blessed they are, and say, I love you very much, Lord. Some other people, unfortunately, never turn to God and end up in a miserable marriage to the devil in hell. Today, you are listening to another call from God, wooing you to turn from following your wicked ways and to turn to Him. Perhaps you are hearing this broadcast on the heels of quite a number of other similar calls. For all you know, this might be that intense wooing which God usually makes as a final ditch effort to get you to turn away from an everlasting damnation in hell and to turn to an everlasting life of bliss in heaven with Him. We therefore plead with you, 
to heed this call because it is possible that time may not be on your side. There is the story of a man whom a preacher kept pleading with to turn to God. But the man kept putting it off. He would say to the preacher, I have an upcoming trip to make. Afterwards, I will turn to God. On the eve of his much celebrated trip, the preacher again pleaded with the man to come and accept the salvation offer of God through Jesus Christ. But again, he told the preacher, once I return from my trip, I'll come and accept God's offer. I promise. The next day, which was the day of the man's trip. The preacher was woken up by the man's wife. She was frantic and told the preacher that her husband suddenly took ill in the night and had to be rushed to the hospital. Not being impressed, the preacher reluctantly went with the man's wife to the hospital. On getting to the hospital, the preacher took one look at the man and realized that the man wouldn't make it through the next hour. So he quickly knelt down beside the man and with urgency in his voice asked him, Are you ready to accept God's offer of salvation for your soul now? But to his utter shock, the dying man replied, Too late, too late. The preacher prodded the man on to receive God's offer of salvation, but his answer came back the same, Too late, too late. A few minutes later, a doctor pronounced the sick man dead. We have told the story to you, not to scare you, but to let you know that you cannot dictate to God when you want to come to Him. For it may be too late, when you finally decide to come to God. The Bible says today is the day of salvation and now is the time of salvation. Have you been putting off turning to God? Now, this instant is the time to come to Him. Has God been talking to you through family, friends, television, radio, and so on? Today is the day you should turn to God and be saved before it is too late. Sometimes I wonder why the dying man kept saying, too late, too late, when all he needed to say was yes. This is food for thought, for there comes a time when we can no longer say the things we should. So, you may be asking, what must I do to receive God's offer of salvation through Jesus Christ? Simple, tell God in your own words, even now, that you are sorry for all the years of your sinful living, that you are now ready to turn away from that life and turn to Him, that you now accept and receive his offer of salvation through Jesus Christ. This is what is called repentance, and it is what paves the way for an eternal relationship with God. Repentance is not just making a mere statement. Rather, it is a statement that comes from within the heart based on a conviction that you are a sinner whose sins need to be forgiven. And that is it. Like the lady in our story, you will be able to reflect back on your life, and you will indeed begin to see how blessed you truly are, even from now. The thing about genuine repentance is that once it is done, a weight leaves your body. You become as light as air and a joy like you have never experienced fills your heart and permeates into your entire being. All of a sudden, your love for God blossoms and you begin to wonder what you were doing all these years, not heeding God's call to salvation. One more thing you need to do, and that is to seek out a Bible teaching church, which you should begin to attend immediately. In fact, tomorrow. After the service, go and talk to the pastor and tell him that you want to commence new believers class or new foundation class or something similar. The pastor will know what you're talking about and will make necessary arrangements for you to be nurtured in the ways of God. This, dear friend, is the beginning of a new life with God. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, I want to thank you for another opportunity, Lord, to share your good news to the entire world. I thank you, Almighty God, for your wooing of man for your pursuit of man 
to bring him to the place of eternal salvation so that he can live eternally with you and be married to you in heaven. I thank you so much for as many as have made up their minds even through this broadcast to turn to you today. I pray, Father, that you save them to the utmost and at the end of everything, they will indeed be married to you in eternity. Thank you very much, Father. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen. We can be reached after this broadcast by text or by calling us on either 0807-777-5630 or 0803-777-9931. The numbers to call or send text to again are 0807-777-5630 or 0803-777-9931. I really would love to hear from you. God bless you and goodbye.